I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Let's uh, let's kick this week off with some CF news. We got some CF news. What type of CF news? CF like I uh, wish the ground was mushy and soft. A CF wish oh. type news. Oh, I wish I could make a cake. <laughs> I feel like you have a lot of sounds. This week. A lot of random sounds. Uh, so uh, this is fucking nuts. I had so many people send this to me people in my personal life, people that I don't fucking know, just people all over the world. I think I saw this this article. I think I saw this in the peripheral. You know what, you know what's coming here, but I don't, I don't know any details about it. So I'm, I'm excited to get into it with you. Well, thanks to medical advances. Cystic fibrosis is no longer an automatic qualifier for the make a wish foundation. (laughs) <laughs> oh whoa man it's uh a, i mean it, uh, like the decision of of like removing a drug or sorry a a disease from like the the like make a wish list eligibility dude that feels like a big deal it it's like the only way that you should be and i don't know anything about this so i'm speaking before i really know but yeah. like my feeling is that the only way that you should be able to remove a disease, somebody with a disease from the make a wish list qualifications is if their disease is entirely cured. Well, I mean, here's the thing though, like diet, like if you have diabetes, you don't get a wish. Oh, but like I'm, but my, like I would say you should. Right. Like I would, I would err on the side of like, we should actually, we should actually look up what, what diseases get a wish. I mean, I, I get that they have to draw a line in the sand (laughs) somewhere, but like, it's kind of, it should just be all of them. What diseases get a wish? (laughs) I wish I could ride a boat. Let's see. I frequently ask questions. List of diseases. Here we go. Got it. Oh, wow. Sweet. All right. Um, We have oncology, all forms of cancer. That severely restrict the quality of life. Remember uh, when we used to do the disease battles? Yeah, the disease. Yeah, like yeah. Very early in like the first few. Yeah, I don't think people like that. months of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, we stopped. <laughs> uh, hematology, so chronic diseases that require transfusions or other types of therapies, such as um, uh, other types of chronic therapies. So you got like sickle cell in there. You got uh, thalassemia major, uh, apl- aplastic anemia. All right, so then you got immunodeficiency diseases, such as Mm -hmm. uh, congenital immune deficiency, um, which like you know requires like bone marrow transplant, or you got things like HIV. 
You got metabolic diseases. Severe diabetes is on, diabetes is on there. Severe diabetes. Okay. Severe severe diabetes. <laughs> but how do they like again? Like where do they draw? Like how do they well, I mean, decide what is severe and what is not? Well, I don't think they do. I think doctors go. Well, this diabetes is fucking. Severe. <laughs> there's like there's like a yeah. panel of people who yeah, are just yeah, like yeah. evaluating yeah. you. It's all subjective. Um, they uh they also have in there Goucher's disease with progressive neurological involvement or other similar disease. Don't know what that is. We should uh, look that up. Find someone on the show. Uh, neurology. Okay, so uh, any kind of like brain or spinal tumor. Uh, any progressive degenerative neurological disease, any progressive degenerative myopathy, such as Duchenne's muscular dystrophy, any serious co- co- uh, congenital diseases, such as Apert syndrome. Um, I didn't say Siri. Shush. Get out okay. Here. I found this huh. on the oh, web for no, no, skip no. cut of congenital no, no, diseases, no, no, such no, as Apert syndrome. I don't need that. <laughs> shut up. How do I, I don't shut have you an up? answer for that. Stop it. Is there something else I can help with? Yes. Just stop listening to me. This is the world I'm of AI. Sorry. I'm afraid I can't do that. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh man. No. Okay. Uh, cardiology. So all diseases with heart failure. Uh, gastrointestinal tract diseases. So, you know, you got a bunch of stuff in there. End-stage liver failure, that kind of stuff. Kidney uh, disease, such as end-stage kidney re- uh, renal failure. Lungs, such as, now they have here now, complex severe cystic fibrosis. Complex severe uh, bronchitis, bronchiatitis, bronchiatitis. <laughs> Patients with transplantation or early trans, uh, pre-transplant stage. Do you and think? And then trauma, such as uh, severe burns and uh, polytrauma with permanent disability. Do you think that okay, so um, based go. on, so that, that, that qualifier of like severe cystic fibrosis, do you think that you would have... Still gotten a wish oh, today? No. No, 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 no. So you think that they've gotten like harsher on like how they where they draw the line and yeah. like who gets wishes? Yeah, I think so. Uh, so I mean, here's what it says. So, so the uh, the Make a Wish Foundation has announced cystic fibrosis is no longer automatically a qualifying condition because of life changing advances in the outcome of the disease, which is kind of true. It was kind of true. Okay, kind of true. But I got another. I got another story after this that uh, hey, you know, it's a little complicated. Not so black and white. Uh, the Philanthropic Foundation announced the policy change in a news release um, last Friday, so a week before uh, today. Uh, they explained beginning in January 2024, children with cystic fibrosis will only be eligible if they have additional complications or factors that make the current situation critical. So basically, you got to be end-stage CF for to, to, get, to get the wish. Mm-hmm. Which, like, is... Okay, so I just want to, like, jump in right away because that is crazy to me that, like, it's like you have to be in such a bad place that you wouldn't even be able to really enjoy the wish that much, which kind of sucks, right? Like, I mean, that's kind of like, true. Yeah. Like if you, if you wanted to, if you wanted to like, I mean, it's, it's, it's all dependent, right? And again, all of this is dependent on like the kid, not even just CF, like anything I just read out there. You know, if you're a kid that has like, like, you know, fourth degree burns on 90% of his body, it's going to be hard for you to enjoy any fucking wish. Like, you yeah. think you're gonna go swimming with dolphins? I don't know. I don't like. I don't know if that's happening. Yeah, for that kid, you know what I mean. Um. So, but you know, if you're if you're end stage CF and you're a kid that's got to like, you know, cart around an oxygen tank and like you don't even have the fucking energy to to like like pick up your spoon to eat your cereal in the morning, um, probably gonna be hard to like go for a skate with you know Austin Matthews. But but on, I guess you know on a practice skate or something. But I guess shit. my feelings though is that like 
so like let's take your example of of having a children's wish. So let's let's not though. No no, no but let's just do it for a second. Not I'm not, <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to go into the details of what you wish for um, because a lot of listeners already know. We that already you, know that you just that botched I fucking it. wasted my wish on a shopping spree. But the, Thank you very much. Move on. <laughs> but the point is, is that you were able to enjoy that experience, right? Oh hell yeah, dude! I got a I got a like a disc bin with shock protector. <laughs> I got a I got a sweet like Randy River uh, jacket. <laughs> I got um, some Nikes. Yeah, some cool shoes. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. So they so, were sick Nikes. So it is fair to say that you enjoyed that experience, but also you did grow up with. Uh, living with a disease and all of the sort of like yeah, yeah, yeah. stress and challenges that come with that. And so it's not like, like, I mean, getting that wish for you didn't make your CF go away, but it was a nice way to be able to realize like, Hey, like you're in a shitty situation chin and up, chin up, Buck. and chin like, up, here's, Buck. you know, here's yeah. a, a charitable organization <laughs> coming around and like trying to make you feel a little bit better for your yeah. special day or whatever, which is a beautiful thing. Like yeah. that's, that's amazing, but you're also able to enjoy it. But also, CF fucking sucks. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, but here's the, and and then you know here's the other thing. When I when I got my wish, the life expectancy was not what it is today. You know, like like when when I I mean when I was born, my parents you know they told my parents like ah, twenty years maybe like mm-hmm. you might see his graduation. And then when I got my wish, they were like you know it was like thirty. That was the, that was the idea. Um, but advancements in the treatment have led to cystic fibrosis patients living decades longer. We all know this. The current life expectancy for CF patients born between 2017 and 2021 is 53 years. Okay. That's interesting. Never knew that. Never knew this. Never knew the specifics of the born between dates. That's interesting. Right. Can you say those again? The current life expectancy. So I'm not in this. The current uh, life expectancy for cystic fibrosis patients born between 2017 and 2021. It's very recent. Is 53, which is an increase from 38 a decade ago. Okay, but you were born. I was born in 1988. A, not a decade. Dude, before I'm that. probably gonna die. Not two decades within the next that. few weeks. So it's good that you got a wish. <laughs> yeah, thank God I got my wish. <laughs> but but I I also just to clarify too, I'm also not saying that I feel like they're wasting wishes on people who are severely sick. No, like no, I'm no. not, I'm not saying that either. No, no. I, I feel like I'm, I'm like Oprah, dude. I'm like, yeah, everybody should get a wish. Yeah. You get a wish. I should get a wish. And if like, if all the, if all the kids who, if all the kids that have CF are as fucking dumb as I am, <laughs> then they should be stoked to be given out CF wishes because I'll tell you right now, when I could have wished for anything and all I wish were was like some money to go shopping with, they were like, <laughs> Thanks, kid. You just saved us like 50 grand. <laughs> They're like, this kid with cancer. You just you just gave six more other patients with <laughs> severe diseases way better wishes than they even wanted. I can't believe there's not like yeah. a wish guide. You know, like you, you get like... Dude, that's an idea. Like somebody who's like, yeah. who's like your chaperone through the experience. Like, are you, yeah. sh- like, are you sure you want a shopping spree? Yeah. Because like, what about... Going and playing hockey with the Maple Leafs, huh, skating with them. I wish I practice. could make a cake. I mean, I might as well have made a cake for my <laughs> wish. I want to make a cake. Uh, the Wish Foundation did come out and say they said this decision was not made lightly, and we understand it may result in some frustration and disappointment. Um, as with all wish referrals, we will carefully consider any CF request that is that a family member, legal guardian, medical professional, or potential profe- 
potential wish child believes meets our guidelines. Mm. Uh, The foundation said they will consult a team of 19 physicians from diverse backgrounds, as well as some of the more, uh, some of the more than 200 medical advisors who support their chapters to ensure the new rules are applied equitably. Uh, The nonprofit explained they also grant wishes on a case-by-case basis for several other diseases, including some cancers, epilepsy, sickle cell, and heart disease. Per its website, the Make-A-Wish Foundation grants life-changing wishes for children. (laughs) Did did your uh, wish change your life? Oh, no. Yeah, it was not a life-changing experience, I don't think. That's why they need wish chaperones. I mean, you know what? We we did have lobster dinner, and it was the first time I had escargot. And that's pretty life changing. Did you take a limo too? Yeah. Oh man. Well, yeah, that, I took a long like, car. Took a long car. You're underselling it a little bit because, like, you were in a long car. <laughs> it was a long car, and you ate sea bugs. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. But anyway, yeah. So they said uh, they they grant life changing wishes for children between the ages of two and a half to eighteen years old who are diagnosed with a critical illness that is placing the child's life in jeopardy. Hmm. To which, like, that's kind of even argued. Like, was my life in jeopardy at the time I got my wish? According to my according to my medical records, according to my lung function, not really. I was doing great. Yeah, but if but you look at the changed, data, right? Really, like it, it changes. It could have so changed. Fast. It could have changed so and quick. If you get yeah. if you get sick, if you get um, it's too like late. Pseudomonas or sapatia or some t- sort of like bacterial yeah. infection and it yeah. fucks your lungs up. Like yeah. you could go from like killing it to not to not so to to, to being killed. To, um. We got, uh, so that was the first of two pieces of CF news. Okay. Okay. The second one, and this is actually uh, from an article that was just recently posted in the New York Times. You might have heard of it. It's a little, uh, it's like a little rag that puts out uh, some stories here and there. Yep. Um, And here, let me find the, the title of this article. It was called, The Drug is a Miracle, but These Families Can't Get It. Uh, this came out this week. I think it might have came out yesterday in the New York Times. So uh, here's a little like summary of the, of the article. It's quite long, uh, worth a read if you have seven hours of your life. What, like, what's the deal with the fucking New York Times? Like, great. It's great investigative journalism. If you love to read. Yeah. Nobody got time for that. <clears throat> all right. So cystic fibrosis. I have it. We all know. Damages the lungs. Fucks up the digestive system. And, uh, and oftentimes can lead to an early death. So um, the drug, the development of the drug Trikapta has dramatically extended the life expectancy of those living with the disease with tens of thousands of patients in wealthy nations mm-hmm. benefiting from the medication. Unfortunately, the same cannot be said for patients in much of Asia, Africa, Latin America, uh, who are blocked by the drugs manufacturer Vertex Pharmaceuticals from Assessing the life-saving medication. Now let's hope Vertex doesn't listen to the pod. Because <laughs> I know they're giving me the med, and I'm very grateful. But also, get your fucking heads out of your asses. Because the contents of this article are f- so sad. Uh, uh, Seshagiri Budana, an Indian man whose son, Hamanth, Suffered from cystic fibrosis. His name was Hamanth. Hamanth. Um, was filled with hope when he learned of Trikafta's transformative effects, as we all were a couple of years ago when we learned about Trikafta. Mm-hmm. 
Sadly, the family was unable to access the drug because Vertex is not making it available available in India or most of the developing countries. The company is not trying to sell it or allow even a local company to manufacture it. Um, and it's also blocking potential generic competitors by seeking patents in numerous countries. Whoa. Himanth died in December, a day before his ninth birthday, and 18 months after he would have been eligible to receive the drug had he lived in the U.S. Whoa. Patients and families in several countries on four continents have initiated legal and regulatory steps this week to try and force their governments to override IP protections and allow a low-cost generic version of Trikafta to be imported or made locally, IP being intellectual property. Mm. The process known as compulsory, sorry, compulsory licensing would require genetic makers to pay Vertex a royalty. So like, you know, a, a generic, a generic, sorry, gener, generic, not generic, generic um, drug company would make their version of, yeah. of Trikafta and then they would like give Vertex a, a little bump in money. Dude, is, it, is that not murder? Like, because if you think about it, so imagine this, imagine, um, imagine, well, I mean, is it not, is it not murder that no country has stepped in to like, to like, like liberate the people in North Korea that are just fucking dying of like famine every day? Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of, it's, it's it's, a lot of, I don't think you can call it murder because it's so. But think about how clear it is. So, like, so it clearly think, is. Think, think, <laughs> like, think of yeah. this, though. Okay, yeah. so imagine there was um, somebody who was suffering from a heart attack in India, and yeah. I was, and like, imagine I could just run across the border and go and give them CPR, but you, you held me back from giving them CPR, and they died. Yeah. Like, are you not culpable for like interfering with my ability to help save your life? Like, there's. There's gotta I be think, like I don't think so. Like all right, so think about it this way. Think about this one. I was just I, I've I've been traveling a lot, right? Okay. And I was in I was in some like major cities. Yeah. Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, big cities, big cities, and big cities. What do big cities love? Yeah. Subways. They do. Yeah. And you know what? I was riding the subway. Okay. And I was on the subway. I was on the subway platform, and I was thinking, you know what? If a guy fell down there, if a guy fucking tripped and fell down, hit his head, and he couldn't get up. I'd jump down, I'd jump down, grab him, pull Fuck him yeah, over my yeah. shoulder and fucking jump up and everyone would clap and I'd probably get a medal. Me too, yeah. You know, and I would like, and the, and the city would love me and, and we'd like, there'd be a big fucking celebration, all that. Did you plan this? But here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. If, I, if a guy fell down, hit his head and I was like, I'm going to go down and save that guy and the train was coming and someone went, don't be stupid and they grabbed me and they held me back and the guy got, the guy got yeah, I don't think the guy that held me back would get in trouble. No, because because you introduced another factor. You introduced the train coming. Okay, how about the guy in India had the heart attack? Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he had the heart attack, but there's live wires all around him on the ground. <laughs> yeah, but he, the but like in the in the CF and Trikafta situation there's no, so like we're, so like we're so the, dumb. i know we are so dumb so it's dumb. funny to talk about this like it's funny to try to make sense of this in our dumb brains but like but the thing is 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 that the, like vertex filing patents to yeah. protect yeah, their yeah, ip yeah. in those countries yeah. is not like yeah. the the um legal system not like bearing down on them because of that is not to protect them because they're going to cause themselves some sort of like yeah. harm or something by doing that. 
it's it's insane. Like they're they're denying they're intentionally for financial reasons stepping in and trying to block these companies from producing generic drugs yeah. because they want to make money. Like that's insane. Yeah. And and, that, and, and like to me it's murder. Well, but also they're giving you life-saving medication. They are. So. Yeah, right. And thank you so much Vertex. Shout out to Vertex. Uh big shout out to Vertex. Save my it life. Is, thank you. It is fucked. It's it's confusing. Like it's hard to it think about because well, it, it's it like it gets even more fu- there's even there's some really fucky stuff in here. It gets even more fucky to me. Um so they've been doing that uh and and uh, three of the the actions are in India. This this like this uh this process known as compulsory licensing. Um they they they've uh so so right the patients and families they've been they've been asking for this like regulatory step to try to force governments to override the the IP protections, um, and three of the actions are in India, Ukraine, and South Africa. Okay, um, where Vertex has been obstruct, obstructing efforts to make the drug available, and the fourth fourth actions in is happening in Brazil, where Vertex is trying to win coverage for the drug because they they're like we no 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 we want to put the drug up. Right. Yeah, it's like it's our drug. But patients are concerned that if if Trikafta gets to put the drug up down there, it's going to be too expensive. Mm-hmm. Right. If we went the other way around, if a generic company did it, it would be cheaper. Right. So it's while like it, that piece of shit dude, um, uh, Scarelli, yes, Martin Scarelli, yeah, yeah, when he was like, yeah. "Hey, this AIDS medication yeah. is now seven hundred percent more expensive." Yeah. So while in theory, reaching patients in the developing world would bring in more revenue for a drug company. Some manufacturers resist making their drugs available in poorer countries at lower prices because doing so can erode their ability to charge more in high-income countries. That's fucking crazy. That's the part that I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So it's like, they're going, oh, no, no, no. We don't even want your money because if we start taking your money, we're going to lose a lot of this good Isn't money it? over here from these fucking suckers that are paying three hundred and twenty thousand U.S. dollars a year for this shit. Dude, we don't want to fucking sell it to you for a hundred and twenty thousand. But it's a insane year. how there are human beings who are making these decisions. Yeah, you know, like there there are human beings who are like yeah. just looking at the numbers and yeah. going like, well, if we do that, then financially it yeah. might put us in a position where we can't charge that here. Yeah, but like. There are people dying. Yeah. So like, what the fuck? What are we doing? And also, I mean, I also think that that's bullshit too. I mean, you can like, it, it's like, I guess I, I, I like, I like really simple analogies because it makes it easier for me to understand. But if like, there's a guy who's, I know is a billionaire and I'm charging him, say I'm a web designer and there's yeah. a guy who's a billionaire and he wants me to design a website for him. And I'm like, Hey, I make really good websites. I, I typically charge $20,000 for a website and he's like, cool, I'm going to pay that. And then I go to um, person, a person who's just lost their job. They are a solo entrepreneur. They have a young family and they're trying to start their own business. And they ask me to make a website for them. And I say, hey, I'm going to make you a website for $100. And then the billionaire comes to me and he's like, you're doing his for $100 and I'm paying $20,000. What the fuck? I, like, I don't think it's that hard to justify to that guy that this is my regular rate. I'm giving this person a discount because of their situation mm-hmm. and I'm trying to help out. Yeah. So like if you, if you billionaire, let me marry your daughter <laughs> in an arranged marriage, then I'll fucking give you the family discount. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like what the fuck's right, wrong yeah, with there's you? There's discounts based on yeah. it's situational discounts. You ding dong. <laughs> let me marry into the family and then you get the discount. I mean, this is, this is now turning into an episode of succession, um, <laughs> which also the new season <laughs> just dropped. I think, 
Um, <laughs> uh, so Vertex, which which uh, you know obviously has a monopoly on the on the 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 drug, claims that it's pushing to increase global access to Tricapta. They say that that's what they're fucking doing. Um, with its teams working every day to expand access through a range of routes, including a low mi- middle income country and low income country where access barriers are high due to challenging economic conditions and limited healthcare infrastructure, yada, yada, yada. Sounds like bullshit to me, but also shout out to Vertex. Thanks for saving my life. Thank you. Thank you. I <laughs> uh, just want to make that clear. Um, however, patients and families in developing countries remain frustrated, noting that Vertex's efforts to expand access have been limited. And the company's claim that it is working to help patients in low-income countries is contradicted by its actions. This is the other part that blew my mind, okay? Now, it blew my mind not because I was surprised, because I'm not surprised. It makes sense, but I never thought about it. That's why it blew my mind. The company's price of Trikafta is over $322,000 U.S., Annually, which is expected to cost millions of dollars over the course of a patient's lifetime, obviously. Yeah. It is, uh, it is all, so that's also a barrier to accessing the drug for many patients and families worldwide in general. But an analysis led by researchers in Britain found that a year's supply of the drug could be manufactured at an estimated cost of, what do you think? I don't want to go and, too and be re- Like, be realistic. Be realistic. Like, uh, th- th- a year supply. How many pills are there? Uh, three pills a day. Okay, so for a year, so you're looking at about a thousand pills. Yeah. Um, and like four. Con- let's say they're like ten four, bucks a four pill. Four contexts, like my enzymes. I think they work out to be about a dollar a pill. Okay, I was gonna say ten dollars a pill for processing and. and okay, stuff, so, but I was gonna say so, like ten thousand dollars maybe for a year supply. All right. Uh, try five thousand seven hundred dollars. Okay. Five thousand seven hundred dollars for a year's charging. worth of. <laughs> pills that are being charged a hundred times $322,000 a year. Yeah. That's insane. That's wild. And like, if it costs $5,700 a year, I would just pay that. I would pay that in my own money. You know, it's something that's, that's interesting is that at least I'd be able to, right? So, so cause I'm rich. I've heard of fucking killing it in the game right now. (laughs) I I can, (laughs) I can pay $5,000 for a drug. I, uh, look at me go. I, I heard, um, so like I've, one of the arguments that I've heard is that like these companies spend oftentimes, you know, like 20 or 30 years doing sure. R&D yeah, sure, and sure, like sure, sure. all of, they're trying to recoup right. those costs and there's oftentimes that they'll, they'll try to develop drugs for really long times and, and right. they don't pan out and they can't get them approved and they don't actually end up working. But dude, think about this but, though. But hold let's, on, hold let's, on, hold let's on. Let's do let the math. Let's no, do some math. No, but hold on. Just let me, let me say this for a second. I worked in events in, yeah. in Dubai running corporate training events yeah. and the companies that were balling out the hardest and never cared how much shit cost, like personally, I experienced this, were the pharmaceutical companies that were spending like half a million dollars every quarter on a team building event for like a hundred people. Yeah. And it was like, it was in, they never cared about the price. They were like, like everybody in our company was like frothing at the mouth when these companies would come into to book events because yeah. they're like, oh, it's just like I don't know, charge them whatever. Whatever, yeah, they'll pay it. Yeah, which again is so. Let's let's a bad do the math too. then. Let's figure this out. Let's say let's say that it actually costs five thousand. What was it? Five seven, five thousand seven hundred dollars a year. Yeah. Okay. For, um, for how many pills? So three thousand. pills a day. It's like a thousand. Yeah, three. 
Just over a thousand. Just over a thousand, right? So let, let's get specific with it. So three hundred sixty-five days um, times three, and we're looking at one thousand nine hundred and five pills. No, or sorry, one uh, thousand ninety-five yeah. pills. Um, and that those one thousand ninety-five pills cost five thousand seven hundred dollars, okay. right, for the year. Yeah. Now let's say it's about five dollars a pill. Let's say. Um, Let's just say every Canadian that has CF was taking this drug. So we'll say 4,500 people times 5,700. 5, yeah. For one year. Yeah. You're looking at, there's so many numbers here, 25,650,000 for the year. $25 million. A, for that one year. Everybody with CF in, in Canada. In Canada, okay. right? And, of course, that's not the case. Not everybody in CF in Canada has is getting tricaptic. But, like, you know, I don't know how many people in the world have CF. Yeah. But it's more than the amount of people in Canada that have CF. Yeah. So let's just say they're doing, like, well, they're just covering Canada. And they're making $25 million in a year. Well, over 10 years, that's a bunch of money. If they're charging how much it costs. How much it actually costs. Right. Now let's say, let's see how much they're making if there's, if, they're, if, if, <laughs> okay, 300, you're doing here, but 322,000 yeah. times, uh, what did we, what did we say? 40, uh, 4,500? Yeah. 322,000 times 4,500. I'm not even going to be able to read this number. Uh, what is that? That's 144 billion. Is that what that is? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Or is that one billion? It, I mean, it starts getting into numbers where you're just like, I don't, I don't like. <laughs> it's billions it's, of dollars. It's billions of dollars. But so, like, so like back of the <laughs> napkin math, you're you're looking at like uh, the cost of them to produce it is like 25 million dollars if they gave everybody in Canada with cystic fibrosis right. the medication. Now, at cost, now it'd be twenty five million dollars. Right. They're making billions my and point billions that, my, of dollars. My point to yeah. that is that no, no matter what they do, that's why they would book fucking sick team building events, <laughs> right? But no matter what they do, they're making so much money it doesn't even fucking matter, right? Who's who needs that money? Who needs all that money? It doesn't even matter, dude. It doesn't matter what fucking it's company. Fuck you money. It doesn't matter what company you run. If your company's making fourteen billion dollars in a year. Hmm. You could fucking, you could have, you could have millions of employees and be laughing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you could have, so, like, it's just, it's just funny money at that point. Now it's just <laughs> funny money. Like you're just, you're literally just playing with like Canadian. Well, nobody that needs point. that money. I mean, when you it's think of like, like, this is why people get so mad when you think of like the 1% of the world's wealthy, like the, the 1% of the 1% of the world's wealthiest people is like, it's insane money. It's like, it's like uncomprehendable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really, it really is. It's, it's fucking, and, and, you know, and so, okay. So anyway, to come back to all this, all the fucking math is just turned into a goddamn fucking this is a, ding a dong math, math podcast. Math podcast. Um, but the, the whole point is that there's people dying with this disease in, in countries that can't afford the drug at the cost that, that they want to fucking, charge in, in America and instead of just going all right hey look we're gonna do you a solid 
and give it to you for even still give it to you at a rate that you still can't fucking afford, but you can somehow scrounge. Mm-hmm. They're just going, nah, dude, nah. Hey. These guys, these fucking ding dongs are paying us way too much. Yeah, like they're literally we going fucking trick these guys to <laughs> yeah, say dude, yes that's to three hundred twenty two thousand a year. There's no sorry. Like get the fuck out of here. Stop. Yeah. Fu- stop so, like, you're gonna fuck up, us. You're gonna fuck up. Yeah, our scam that we have. Yeah, going you're on. just cock blocking <laughs> us. And they're literally saying that they're literally like, yep. hey, we need to actually stop these guys because because we won't make the people are gonna find out yeah. how good we have it over here, mm-hmm. which is. Sad man, yeah, it's sad. So to Vertex, thank you. To, to Vertex, <laughs> thank you. Fuck you is what <laughs> is what someone would say if they weren't hosting a podcast <laughs> and the host was getting the medication <laughs> that you provide him with. Um, but I do say thank you for the drug. That's very great. That's very great. But I, but I bet you some other podcast would be like, "Fuck you guys, you fucking criminal crooks." Yeah. I hope I, I, mean, I, don't, I hope I don't um, regret saying that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, this is a weird position because it it's is like weird. they it are weird. actually giving you're actually getting the drug from them yeah for so wait how does it work in canada like are you are you getting i think that's a perfect sound right there yeah. the, the price is wrong bitch yeah that's is it the, so are you on like there are people who are on compassionate um i don't know and uh, i don't want to think about that too much because i don't want to jinx this i have no yeah. idea how it works but there's some people who get it for free from Vertex, like Vertex isn't charging the government or them. There's nobody paying. And then know. there's yeah. Some... I mean, I mean, yeah. I I guess like the compassionate care thing, but like, is that over now? Now that it's available, I don't. I know. don't know, I don't know. dude. We should. I mean, Steph Steph Stavros was on compassionate care, and now she she got it pulled. Yeah. She had her shit fucking. That's the other thing. Is some people are just now. getting pulled right off. I know. Off the drug. Dude, too. if that happened to me, I would be, I would be so. I would be definitely pissing on and like shitting on the 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 steps of some building. Yeah, this is not a building a that this is, not, this is somebody goes to work to. Yeah, this is, and it wouldn't just be one building, <laughs> and it wouldn't just be one person's place of work. It would be many people's place of work. I would be shitting, <laughs> and let me tell you, when I shit, it's not like you pick, you get a dog bag and pick it up. It's right. not an easy. Clean it's like up. you you let the rain <laughs> wash it away after. <laughs> If it sits long enough, nothing's washing. Can I? Out of can I ask you uh, uh, just to like totally change the subject, but kind of not really? Yeah, let's change it. If 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 donut has really bad diarrhea on the ground outside, what do you do? I mean, there's not really much you can do. What I do do, <laughs> um, <laughs> what I do do is uh, is if it's on grass and he had he had some diarrhea, I rip up as much of the grass as I can and just take that. Actually, yeah. I mean, I, I make an effort to clean up as much as I can. But if he diarrheas on the fucking sidewalk, I mean, there's nothing you can do. It depends. Well, I guess it depends on the consistency of the diarrhea. <laughs> if there's like any form to it that you can pick up anything at all, I'll try. But if it's like right. just straight, like, like if it's like a classic Jeremy Saunders shit, uh, you gotta let that. Ju- you gotta just pretend that that was pee. Okay, so what do you do if? Because sometimes Rupert. And does I'm sorry this. if you don't like the fuck. If you don't like that. <laughs> but try having a dog and try picking up liquid shit. Like try pick, you can't, take it, yeah. go outside with your glass of water, pour it on the ground. Try picking that up. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. Okay. Wait, like, wait, wait. So, so say, say you're in this situation where you go outside and like your dog poops once. So you'd have like one poop bag with you Yeah. and your dog poops once, but then you're walking down the street and he like goes to poop again. 
but the second one is more diarrhea because he's already had that like firm first. Yeah, food. that happens sometimes. And but it's like it's like not liquid, but it's also not fully formed. You gotta try. You gotta try. But you to don't have a bag. Oh, because you um, use your one bag that you had. Yeah, when I don't have a bag, I wait. I look around. I wait for probably like three or four minutes, looking around to see if another dog owner is walking by, because they typically have bags. Yeah, and then you ask them. For and one. then if uh, no one comes, I just go, "Well, whoops, whoopsie." Yeah, I said whoops, and then I walk <laughs> away. <laughs> yeah, me too. All right. Um, I was just checking because I, you know, I feel guilty about that sometimes. your favorite one-hit wonder or that overpriced toy your parents would never let you have or that tv show that no one else remembers because it was canceled way too soon now what if we could fix it i'm francesca ramsey and i'm delon grant and after 20 years of friendship we are now hosting a new nostalgia podcast called let me fix it each episode we'll dig into our favorite celebrities shows and brands of yesteryear and then imagine what it would take to repackage them for relevance today think of our show as an intervention but with way less stakes. So subscribe to Let Me Fix It wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This next uh, this next article is fucking wild. I know you wanted to save it for uh, another time, but uh, that other time that you wanted to save it for, I've got stuff set up for that, so we're all good. Uh, and if you like uh, if you like whales, you're gonna love this fucking next one. <laughs> Shout out Winter Sleep. Monster. <laughs> this is actually, is that not the perfect song Fuck for this yeah, article? Dude. Fuck yeah, because this article is so fucking nature is metal. Yeah. Okay. This is from Nat Geo, so you know it's legit. Why are these orcas killing sharks and removing their livers with surgical precision dude with surgical precision that's right when <laughs> when seven gill shark carcasses i don't know what a seven gill is no uh seven seven gill shark i'm guessing it's like a, i mean they're big fuckers. yeah i feel Ooh, like it's a whoa. good size shark uh they are because like they like, weigh almost as much as me as i mean it's got adult. it's got seven gills so like if it was like i feel like seven gills is like like know. as you what's, evolve and get bigger what's typical i don't know six gills yeah i don't know Seven's all, no. That it just make, sounds like a lot. Doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's a lot of gills for a small shark to have. Why, oh, oh my god! They do have. Truth is, no one really knows why seven gill sharks have seven gills. What's normal? They have seven slits, but seven's an odd number. So what do they got? Four and three? No, seven on each side. Uh, oh well, then it's a fourteen gill. You're right. That's yeah. a 14 gill. We're talking about a 14 gill. That's a big fucker. <laughs> That's real big. <laughs> okay. All right. So when seven gill shark carcasses with pectoral tears and missing livers began washing up on South on the South African coast, questions abound. The questions abounded. Uh, then a marine biologist found something. Orca tooth impressions. Right now. Kind of crazy that just like shark carcasses are washing up. I mean, this sounds like if if I was the marine biologist and I didn't have any training, because clearly this is the way I'd think if I was a marine biologist with no training, <laughs> and carcasses were washing up and they didn't have livers, I'd immediately be like, oh, shit, we got like, we got, this is the water version of, um, of alien abductions. Like, right. we, like on land, they're fucking, they're, they're taking cows and like, right. yeah, and, yeah. and like, like removing their assholes 
and then just leaving the carcasses in in water, they must be taking these sharks' livers. Because that would make sense that if aliens are doing that to like cows and cattle, they're probably doing it to marine animals too. Which I would have assumed they would be doing that to the cow of the sea, which yeah. is well. I mean, I would say it would be a... No, the cow of the sea is a very specific thing. I would say it's a manatee. Yeah, it is, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, good. I was like, how you should know this? Yeah, I thought you were saying it was a shark. No, 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 the manatee. Okay. Uh, which, but, but instead, they're doing it to, to 14 gill sharks. So oh, in November of 2015, several se- uh, seven gill sharks washed up on the seabed of False Bay, South Africa, with clean tears in their bodies. When several more sharks were found in the same condition months later... Researchers sus- suspe- suspected that orcas were responsible. <laughs> Later, uh, necropsies, which is uh, which I didn't know that necropsies were the animal version of autopsies. Okay, uh, necropsies of several sevengill sharks and five great white sharks revealed orca tooth impressions and missing livers, <laughs> leading scientists to conclude that a pair of orcas named Port and Starboard were watching Liver King videos and decided <laughs> they needed to get that good stuff because liver is king. <laughs> is that what the article says? <laughs> By <Pine> that. Primals! <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so no, uh, Port and Starboard, were, 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 they were like, I think it's Port and I think it's Starboard. They're responsible for this, which is <laughs> have, fucking crazy that are, they're like, oh, we got the suspects. <laughs> It's so we it's know so their cute. name. It's so cute because they're like, cute. "Oh, it's Port and Starboard yeah. that we're doing it." Um, like, name that we named them after the sides of ships. What's yeah? <laughs> I mean, it's it's so cute, and you know, like you know that Port and Starboard are just like hanging out, and they're like, "Oh, I guess I'm just talking to each other." And and like us on land, we listen to this. We it's go so oh, cute. Oh, oh, listen to the whale song. <laughs> oh, the whale song. And in reality, they're like, "See that motherfucker right there? Yo, <laughs> yo, Port, Port, go." Rip his liver out. <laughs> you know, I put it. So like if somebody's wondering right now, like why this we're talking about this on a health podcast, right. because right. we were going to talk about this during uh, organ, organ donation, donation week, week. <laughs> <laughs> which actually falls within uh, shark week as well. So it's like it's fucking perfect. <laughs> no, it doesn't, doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe when yeah, shark week. I don't know. Uh, I feel like it's in the summer. shark week. Uh, is it? Oh, it is July 11th to 18th. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, but Oregon Donation Week is? April It's in April sometime. Something. Yeah, yeah. Green Shirt Day is April 7th. There we go. Yeah. So, okay. So what's unique about these killings is the near surgical precision with which Port and Starboard extract the livers of their prey. Hmm. The technique suggests that they are showing others how to remove shark livers. So, like, these guys are like, yo, dudes. We just took a course <laughs> on organ donation and <laughs> transplantation, and we want to teach share. you all. Yeah, we want to Skillshare this so you guys can also rip out your livers, the livers of your prey, because liver is king. Um, and this could be an intriguing example of culture in the animal kingdom. While orcas are known to eat sharks, the manner in which they hunt and remove organs is unprecedented. So, like, the reason why they're doing this and the reason why they... It, this is also the reason why orcas are such great hunters is because they have culture. They have an ability to share technique. They have an ability to like compare and contrast things that work and don't. That's so cool. Fucking crazy. Also, the crazy thing is that one of them probably in killing and eating a shark was like, they ate the liver and they were like, holy shit, this tastes good. Right. 
You guys should eat some liver. Yeah, it's good. dude, Port and Starboard are the liver king of the fucking sea <laughs> world. Actually, are yeah. which is and sad. and all it's the uh, and all the other whales are like, I'm, I think they're juicing. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no, we're natty. <laughs> we just eat liver. Well, here you want to see something they're, crazy? They're, they're getting like chemicals <laughs> off the back yeah, of a yeah. boat somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so check this out. This is actual footage of no. Port and Starboard. No, it isn't. It is the first. Um, the first ever footage caught from a helicopter, and you can see here. Um, there's uh, so I'll explain cute, this because we're not going to have audio in the video, but you can see from the helicopter. There's there's port or starboard. I, I it, you know it's hard for me to tell which one's which because <laughs> I don't know them. Yeah. But here here you can see. Okay, so the shark is there. The shark is to the right of the the one on the okay, bottom. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and another we have another another guy comes up. Oh. Boom! Right in the belly. Pulls oh. out his liver like that. Boom. You just caught the the death right there. They just like they just do it, right? Like it's like in a like Dude. in a moment he just tore his but maybe not just tore his liver clean out, but like he definitely Dude, he straight up pulled off like a fucking like like anime style like like ninja one fucking punch one man. punch man like yeah. hand through the heart, pull the heart out and and uh, bite it. Right. And like the other and you could see how it was a Skillshare course right, because the, the other two orcas were the other like two were like, around. The other two were like, we're going to flank you this side. We're going to flank you this side. Where are you going to go? You can't go yeah. anywhere. And then the other guy was like, I'm actually flanking from below and he has no idea that I'm coming. And, and he got him. Yeah. Fucking you know, crazy. So, um, you know, it is crazy, though. Maybe they are myth- misunderstood and maybe there's another orca in their pod that needs a liver and they actually. They're performing transplantation. Performing transplantation. Yeah. So Port and Starbird's hunting Because they behavior. do have culture. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, so their behavior may, may be unique, but it's unclear whether it's widespread among other orcas. Um, orcas display a wide range of diets and behaviors, and their diet includes sharks, um, whose organs, especially their livers, liver is king, uh, are high in fat. The researchers suggest that Port and Starbird may be part of a subgroup of orcas that frequent the open ocean. And that they developed this new behavior in order to save their teeth, which wear down when orcas bite into sharks' rough skin. Alternatively, port and starboard may have moved closer to shore, perhaps due to fishing depletement in their normal food sources. Um, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, f- due to fishing depleting their normal food sources. Still, there's so much unknown about port and starboard. Um, it's unclear, for instance, whether they're related or how old they are. However, researchers are studying the duo to learn more about their behavior and how orcas interact with other animals. Um, so yeah, pretty uh, pretty cool stuff. It's kind of fucked up that they don't know whether or not port and starboard are related, but they could hypothesize that, that they that they made them the the suspects of a murder. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah. But also that they like hypothesize that they're part of a a pod that goes into the deep ocean and to preserve <laughs> their teeth. Well, I mean, they eat that, the livers of sharks, but they don't yeah. know whether or not they're related. I think that part's <laughs> easy because it's like it's clear that they're a pod because right, they, yeah. they've done this a number of times. Yeah. They're tracking them. They're always together, yada, yada. I think for them to figure out if they're related, they'd have to get like blood work or something. Probably right? yeah. or like some sort of like. But don't you think they're like. Like. Tracking yeah. them like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, I don't know. I mean, they're tracking them. They obviously have a tracker on them. Because like when you like we like the way we look track at all the like white... O search or whatever and, and the shark tracking that happens around the coast Scotia. of Nova Scotia, yeah. like they are they're tagging the sharks. Yeah, they're tag, they tag I, the I sharks. I assume that you'd be able to get a blood sample when you're doing that. But no, maybe dude, I think they, ta- maybe I think they the way they tag the sharks is like 
I think them. a blood sample is like you need to have that thing in captivity. It's got to be on like a a fucking you know. It's got to be like on one of those like like a crane lifting it on a, a like its belly's wrapped a yeah. wrapped. Have belly. you seen videos of the O search people tagging sharks though? Don't they just shoot the fucking shark? No, they don't. They like they or like, do they spear. It. Maybe they trank them and then and then like bring them on and do some studies and stuff with them. Oh, I I'm thought sure that, that they oh, I thought I'm they were sure. just like they had the tracker on a gun and they go and it goes stink and it Maybe. sinks in. We should have somebody on to talk about it. We should drink Shark Week. We'll do it. There's a lot of things that we talked about on this episode yeah. that, like, if people know more about, well, there's a lot of people who know more, a lot more about those things than we do. Hey, I couldn't tell message. the difference between 12 billion and 12 million. So, like, <laughs> it's a, a um, lot of zeros. <laughs> it's just a lot of zeros. I just see zeros. <laughs> um, yeah. The uh, speaking of you know, speaking of the the, tra- the shark tracking thing. Um, did you hear the the there's a there's a uh, a conspiracy theory going on with those with those sharks off the coast of Nova Scotia. Oh no, yeah. really? So there's one shark. So like, I, so so what I gathered. If it has anything to do with Shag Harbor, don't tell it doesn't, me. It doesn't. It doesn't. It okay, doesn't. <laughs> hey, fuck you, dude. Uh, it has to do with uh, it has to do with sharks. Okay, so um, there's one shark that was. So what I gather is that like sharks don't go deep ocean. Mm-hmm. They never do. Or if they and 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 the furthest one's ever gone, like they they know the one shark that's gone that far before. But there was one shark that that we were tracking off the coast, and it went pretty far offshore, and we don't know why, but it went like a record distance, disappeared for a bit, and then fucking came back real quick. No. Okay, so they're going what? So the th- conspiracy theory is why the fuck did they do that? Why did that happen? I know why. Why do you think it is? Have you seen Jonathan Livingston Seagull? Uh, no, but I, I've heard you talk about it. There's one seagull and a flock of seagulls who yeah. just wanted to fly faster and further. Well, they think they think it's a they think that this shark went out there to like maybe try hunting, and then it got scared back into shore. And the reason that none of them go out there is because Megalodon is still out there. No, yeah. no, yeah, megalodon, <laughs> big fucker, all the way down in the the deep abyss, deep depths, it's scary. All right, um, this next little piece here, <laughs> we should just start a shark podcast. I mean, fuck it, let's just start a podcast where we talk about whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> we um, that's, that's this nice. next one, I took this article and I ran it through ChatGPT to make it funny, and let me tell you, it didn't. <laughs> so we're gonna read it as written and um and uh we'll see if it makes you laugh um but it is interesting and this is something that you actually share with me brian and uh and i found it kind of kind of cool so there's an odd correlation between brain size and yawning oh yeah i hope now, that it's not that your brain is small if you yawn a lot because i've been yawning a lot but it's mostly due to going to therapy well oh fuck here we go Get ready to yawn because once we start talking, actually just yeah. Once you start talking about yawning, once you fucking see someone yawn, yeah. once you hear someone yawn, you start yawning. So get ready to yawn. Then this is it. Now, now I'm starting reading exactly what chapter two said. <laughs> get ready to yawn because a 2021 animal study on yawning is here to teach us more about the riveting topic. Researchers analyzed over 1,200 yawns from 55 mammal species and 46 bird species to determine that animals with larger brains and more neurons tend to have longer-lasting yawns. Uh. 
It turns out that bigger brains need longer yawns to properly cool them. Mm. Just like how bigger ice cream scoops need bigger cones to prevent brain freeze. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> my, my yawns aren't that long, though, so maybe that means I have a small brain. The study also found that mammals yawn longer than birds. Likely because birds have hotter cores than mammals. <sighs> Dude, I, I, as soon as you start talking about yawning, it makes me so yawny. Um, they have hotter cores than mammals, making their yawns shorter than the attention span of a goldfish. Hey, oh, oh <laughs> shit. Got me with that one. And if you're working, if you're wondering why we yawn in the first place, the researchers link or think that yawning is a way to cool down the brain. So next time you're feeling sleepy, try yawning instead of taking a nap. <sighs> you know, what's funny is it's kind of like, you know, when you're using your, your MacBook. And uh, and you're like doing a bunch of shit on it, and the fan starts yeah. running. <laughs> is that like is 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 our yawn is a yawn like the fan on a MacBook to our well, this, brains? This, I mean, this is a, maybe the, maybe this is new research. Like, do but, they mean cool down by like it's like the temperatures heating up? We're doing a lot of shit in here, and now we got to cool it down. Or like, look, I'm not a researcher, but I, I know that. think that's bullshit. <laughs> and here's the thing: I read something else. Which to me makes a little bit more sense. Actually, no, I didn't read this. I was listening to this on Stuff You Should Know. And they did an episode on yawning. And there's a bunch, there's a bunch of speculation. No one knows what yawning is. There's a bunch of speculation out there. We're trying to figure it out. Now, obviously, these guys think it's to cool down a brain. But there's another um, series of people that believe that it has something to do with uh, transitioning Switch. from one state to another, sympathetic to parasympathetic nervous system. Well, I don't know if it's that specific, but yeah, we could you could look at it that That's way. That's what right? my therapist says because, like, during therapy, yawn I yawn right. a now, fuck. Okay, load. so like, so that more, way more than any other time in my life, right? That and I, that makes sense to you that like that's a transition for a sure. transitional state. For sure, the way it makes sense to me is whenever I take mushrooms, whenever I eat yeah, some yeah. psilocybin. Yeah, me too. When I'm going from sober to tripping, that transition, I just start yawning. And that's a big transitional Holy period shit. between, you know, for the brain. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, here we go. Oh, Dude, yeah, it's, cra a, it's crazy when a... you start talking about how, how crazy it just makes you do that. Yeah. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube and you, you are also yawning, let us know in the comments below. <laughs> yeah. um, so previous research has shown that yawning is contagious. Um, and this study adds further support to the theory that it serves... Uh, social function. Yawning together could be a way of uh, of getting a group into the same state of mind, like a shared experience at a terrible concert. <laughs> or like a mushroom trip. Yeah. While the researchers didn't find a link between yawning and intelligence, they did confirm that the longest yawns come from humans at a whopping 6.5 seconds. That seems long. <laughs> Mine's not 6.5. Mine go sure. like five seconds. Yeah. Mice, on the other hand, have the shortest yawns, lasting only about 0.8 seconds. They <laughs> Mice just go, they are go, so ah, cute. Ah. Um, this, is, uh, this is Paper Mario yawning. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why they're always so on edge. That's, uh, that was the joke there. Overall, this study uh, on yawning has taught us that bigger brains equal longer yawns and that yawning is both contagious and social. So the next time you feel a yawn coming on, remember that you're just cooling off your brain and bonding with your fellow yawners. <laughs> ChatGPT is so funny. Uh, my new favorite ChatGPT prompt is to 
um, tell me like <laughs> like it's part of a scene from the Ninja Turtles. It's so good. Mm. I love. I it. like that. I love. All right, let's um, Ninja Turtle folklore. Let's move on to uh, this week's edition of What the Hell? Is that the new theme song? I don't know. I just threw that, that in there. <laughs> <laughs> we should uh, we should get Donovan to make up a little like sound button for what the hell. We should, yeah. All right, this is a uh, fucking gross. All right, uh, a gym bro. Not Nathan. Okay, I was going to say. Thank God. <laughs> a Jimbro ate dog food for the gains. <laughs> and here's how it worked. This is from the New York Post. Uh, Henry Clarcy, he was 21. He scored 2.8 million views last month uh, as aghast TikTokers watched him choke down dog chow for the gains. He said, quote, I tasted the dry dog uh, food kibble and it tasted like little pieces of rocks. <laughs> the Buffalo resident told the Post, recalling the gag-inducing nosh. It was not comfortable at all to eat. It was super hard to bite, da- bite, bite down on. The gym bros of TikTok will do anything to consume more protein, and their latest indulgence is even more disgusting than a chalky smoothie. Have you ever eaten dog food? Fuck no, dude. Have you? Uh, no, but I've eaten cat food. Oh, ew, wet, what kind? Wet cat food. Are are you fucking serious? I have, yeah, dude. So I went to a dude. I went to a Christmas potluck uh, like ten years ago, and uh, I decided to um, take. I was with my friend Cameron, and we made we made hors d'oeuvres, little like crackers with wet cat food on them. Oh my god, dude! And a uh, like cucumber and some Thousand Island dressing on top. And we took them to the potluck and fed them to everybody. Ugh. But we felt like it was unfair for us to feed them to everybody without eating them first. So we videotaped ourselves eating them. Oh, God. And did you throw up? Dude, I was gagging. So I went to the bathroom. I was like arching my back and it was so nasty. But you know what's funny is I believe it is kind of in your head because... No, I don't think it is, dude. No, I think it really actually is fucking gross. No, it is gross. For sure it's gross. But but when when the people ate them at the potluck, like half the tray was gone probably and people were eating Ugh. them and they were like, they were like, this is kind of gross. But like, they were like, this tuna maybe a little bit it's old. It's the wet, dude. It's the wet. <laughs> I mean, do you remember Catfish Cooley eating the wet dog food? No, no. You don't yeah. remember this guy? Mighty dog food, some kind of shit. <laughs> It's no. cheaper can. You don't remember this? I don't think so. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Anyway, it was. Oh yeah. Sorry. I'm so sorry, anyway. Uh, oh no, dude. He can't oh, keep it down. No. Oh no, dude. Turn that off. Turn that off. It doesn't bother me, that, but I know I would, somebody's that, that listening right me. now. That would be me. Hey. If, you, if you gave me fucking wet cat food, I would throw up. It, like it would just be so violent. It's it's nasty. Violent. Just just to clarify, dry dog food. Is, like I mean, okay. Like I would probably go, oh god, but like wet, dude. I think I'd rather eat my own shit. Uh, there's, uh, I'll show you a video after of me eating. No, I, no, I'm okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, dog food has lots of protein. So these these workout warriors they posted a, what a, what appears to be satirical clips of themselves uh, feasting on slop meant for pups. Others have joked they would nibble on kibble if it meant being ripped. Quote, I definitely wouldn't do it again, Clarice admitted, because even if dog food has high protein content, it's definitely not worth it. Yeah, bro. For sure. 
Claire Only C- because there's so many more good options. And also dangerous, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Claire C. initially yeah. discovered dog food is rich in protein after watching a TikTok in which a user warned uh, fellow gym rats not to be tempted to try it. <laughs> he didn't follow that what? advice. Claire C., who boasts over 171,000 followers on the platform, pledged to taste the bitter bits if his own video reached 15,000 likes. To his surprise, the clip consumed uh, 21.2 million views and 2.5 million likes. I said that if I get 15,000 likes, I'd try it, but it ended up going to 2.5 million, and I felt like I had to try it for the video. He said he thought the colossal protein concentration of 666 grams in 200 grams of pedigree was a glitch on the popular <laughs> dieting uh, on the popular dieting and fitness app My Fitness Pal, but he decided to humor his followers anyway. As if they even have it on My Fitness Pal. That's, that's fucking. Crazy. I mean, that's wrong. Also, yeah. it must be a glitch because that's just like user inputted. Yeah, the supposed miscalculation on the diet tracker would mean a single cup of kibble would have as much higher uh, would have a much higher protein content than every even buildy, build bodybuilders need in a day. Yeah, so for more sure. than what you need a day for sure. For reference, adult men need only about fifty six grams of protein a day. Overconsuming protein can actually be harmful to human health, resulting in complications such as kidney damage. Yeah, pedigree man. dog food is a formulated. Uh, is formulated for dogs. While the food would not be harmful if a human consumed it, we do not recommend pet food for human consumption, a spokesperson from Pedigree told The Post. Clarice isn't the first person to lap up dog uh, delicacies. Tennis star Serena Williams even dared to munch on her pup's room service meal in 2016, getting really sick afterwards. Uh, food <laughs> blogger Shian Lee was duped into taste-testing t- taste food for dogs as part of a furry's kitchen stunt in 2020 don't know what that is don't want to know <laughs> for those who do uh bark take short-term consumption of the chow isn't likely to cause too much harm though it's not recommended um while most ingredients in dog food are similar to human food they're meant to meet the needs of a dog not humans who have different nutritional properties or sorry priorities um according to healthline many pet foods are made with unappetizing ingredients such as meat scraps, ground-up bones, organs, skin, liver is king, uh, and other animal parts that are unfit for human consumption. Aside from the possibility of foodborne illness from contamination, certain brands of dog food also contain synthetic forms of vitamin K, vitamin K3, which can be toxic to human in high doses. Uh, While the concentration of the vitamin is low in pet grub, People shouldn't be gorging it regularly. Yeah, duh. Do we have a video of this person eating this? You know what? I had the video and I just didn't want to. I, I was like, I'm not true. Yeah. I'm not giving this anymore. Like, this is dumb. It is. Yeah. And this is why TikTok is dumb. But well, we kind of want to see it. But it's dumb. I did yeah, watch I mean, it. I mean, fuck, you're right. You got me. I watched it. <laughs> but <laughs> I you're right. I, I don't want to yeah. see it. Like if you want to, if you want to, if you want to get, if you want to get, if you want to get yoked, just, just work out. Oh, 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 it's a deep burn. Get the deep burn. Oh, so deep. So deep. That is a good idea. Oh, I can barely lift my right arm. You want to get going to the gym again? I don't know if you heard me counting. I did over a thousand. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we should get back to the gym. Um, But we shouldn't be eating dog food. Folks, hope you enjoyed that. That was really fun. Listen. Come back. Come back next week. Come back and hang out with us. We want to see your lovely faces, even though we don't see anybody. Uh, We want to just feel your presence. And you can do that by uh, subscribing to the podcast, 
following the podcast on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your pods. You can also come on over to Discord where we could see your face if you posted a picture of it. You could, yeah. Um, the Discord link is in the show notes, so come hang out with the little sweet little community we built over there. There's a selfies channel. Yeah, there you is. can just put a selfie up. Yeah, you can. If you feel like it, dude. You did you, just, did you look at we? We also have an ex, we also have a graphic content channel. Some did you see the last the last stuff. post in there? I did. The bloody the bloody un, the did. bloody underwear. I did. Someone had their butthole removed in surgery, and they were still healing, and they had a coughing fit, and they bled out their non-existent butthole and they took a photo of their underwear that had a pad in it and it was full of blood it was really cool it was fun. it was so cool dude when i opened it i was like oh i don't know i don't know about this channel anymore <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's for it's for I that i know it's so gnarly so uh yeah come on over to discord we'd love to see you over there and um and listen folks uh, hit us up info at sickboypodcast.com if you have comments if you have a, a thought if you heard something interesting on the podcast and you want to elaborate or add to it um, uh, oddly enough we had someone email us recently about the hair in the punctum and uh, they sent me a couple of articles uh, uh, not articles rather journals of medical uh, um, ed, um, uh, examples of people that actually had hair in their punctum like I did so crazy. So it actually isn't. Well, I mean, it is rare, but it's not as rare as we thought. So you can send us information or whatever, info at sickboypodcast.com. And if you want to be a guest on the show or you have someone that you would like to be a guest on the show, go to sickboypodcast.com, click the Be a Guest button, and take it from there. And listen, we, Jerry and I are both, we're, we're dum-dums. And so yeah, if yeah. there's anything that we said on the show today that you could sh- shine a little bit more light on, you can um, write that in an email please. to... Um, Taylor Not, never going to get read at <laughs> gofuckyourself.com. Uh, no, but actually send it to letters at sickboypodcast.com because uh, we'll, we'll like do an update on something we <laughs> talked about yeah. today, maybe on a later episode, if you tell us about it or like, or we're always looking for really great professional guests who can yeah. come on and speak yeah. to some of these topics. So uh, let us know. And if you're a, if you're a marine biologist and you want to come on for shark week, dude, yeah, dude, come on, let us know. We're Let's happy to have that. you on. Um, also a huge thank you to the folks who make this show happen. Uh, thanks to Jeff Lonis, who is our manager and, uh, he's also got a, a really great roster of speaking talent over at the talent bureau. So you can check that out and a huge shout out to Rich O'Coin for the theme music. Uh, Rich has a bunch of tour dates up and he's traveling all over the place. He's coming to Japan, including Japan, all over Rich. Japan. I know we have a lot of Japan listeners. I was thinking, dude, we should just go with him to Japan. It would yeah, be like the perfect opportunity to do that. But anyway, I know. Um, yeah. So if you want to see Rich tear it up live, it's the best live show ever. Um, check him out at uh, Rich O'Coin. You can search him up and find his tour schedule very easily. He's also uh, if you download songs on your uh, Beat Saber, um, he's got a song on Beat Saber. Whoa, does he? I mean, um, he doesn't. Someone put it up. Okay, sweet. Yeah, yeah it's I sick. Get it. It's hard. Uh, cool. Sweet. Uh, That is it for this week. I'm Brian. I'm Jeremy. And this is Sick Boy.
For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.